School holidays here in New Zealand and a national holiday all this week, I think, in China. Let's head there right now. Our correspondent is a Kiwi selling New Zealand venison in Shanghai, Hunter McGregor, originally from Roxburgh. Where, Hunter, I can tell you it's pretty cold today. What's it like in Shanghai? Yeah, good afternoon, Jamie. No, um, the weather's cooled down here. Finally, we had um, you know high sort of thirty degree. You know, actually the hottest day in October ever on Monday, um, and now we're down to about eighteen, uh, nineteen degrees today. And you know winter's on its way. So um, you know it, it winter's on its way, which means uh, hopefully more people will be eating venison in China. How are you getting on with your rolling COVID lockdowns? Is there any end in sight for you? Because it must be really disruptive to business, especially your business, because you're supplying uh, restaurants, food service outlets with that venison. Yeah, no, the, the, the zero COVID policy hasn't changed and it hasn't, it's still rolling lockdowns. There was buildings nearby where I lived locked down for a couple of days, uh, you know, it, it, it's it's all over China. There's rolling lockdowns. Um, people are frustrated. They don't really um, enjoy it, um, and it's a real challenge. You know? And still, COVID testing every couple of days. School kids every day when they go to school. So you know, it, it's a big strain on the economy and consumer confidence. You've got national holidays this week, so that's going to put a dampener on those as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. People are still travelling, but not a, a, as in greater numbers. Um, but there's always a risk that you could be locked down where you are or not allowed back um, and, and things like that. So yeah, and anyone that's got kids will have to return to Shanghai today because they need to be in Shanghai for two days uh, before they go back to school. So, yeah, no, there is people travelling, but not as much as normal. You want to make comment on Beef and Lamb New Zealand's meal vending machines. Now, they made a, a bit of a hoo-ha about this. On the face of it, it seems a good idea but will the Chinese buy into it? Uh, I don't think so. Um, there is no culture of vending machines here in China. Um, I've never seen any premium food items um, in a vending machine, to be honest. The only time I see vending machines are at parks and it's usually drinks. Um, you do see some at, at, at uh, airports and it's usually duck um, necks and duck components, meat and things like that. So, no, um, I, I, I struggle to see how it's going to get any cut through at all. Um, and then the biggest challenge to, you know, they talk about it, it being convenient, well, you know, and, and time for consumers, um, you know, the delivery apps here and the deliver- food delivery here is, you know, incredibly fast and it's cheap, there's no extra fees. So, you know, if you're time for sitting in your office, um, why would you want to wander down to a delivery, uh, you know, to a vending machine when you can get something delivered to your office, uh, made fresh, um, you know, within half an hour? Um, you know, I just don't see how it actually got past um, you know, a brainstorming session of ideas because it sort of seems to be out of whack with what happens up here in the market. So it sounds a bit like Uber Eats. Are the restaurants getting screwed with the no delivery fee? Oh, yes, very much so. Yeah, no, the, you know, the, the, the big apps, um, Ulamar and Meituan, you know, they take a you know, 20 15% um, cut off the top. They don't allow anyone to add... Um, you know, delivery fees. So yes, it's very tough on restaurants, food delivery, um, but a lot of them do it because they've got no option. And Hunter McGregor, thanks for your time as always in Shanghai. Appreciate it. Yes, thanks.